Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar, and your dating guru is, of course, Cheryl Besner. Cheryl, episode number five of Solo in the City. It is, and we're here today to talk about relating, dating, and mating, and the three A's of getting there. I know. So this is a three-part episode, and so we're going to focus on attention, attraction, and affection. And uh, first episode is all about, what, well, really the, 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 the initial thing when it comes to dating is getting someone's attention. And how do you do that? And you know what? It's funny because saying that we flirt with each other and we use different ways of flirting seems to actually have a controversial effect on a lot of people because they think that flirting is very seductive or, um, you know, in a negative way or you're only going for a sexual thing. And that's not really it. I think everybody, you know, kind of does a flirt when you want to meet somebody. How do you flirt then? That's a, a great question. I don't know. Do I flirt? Do I even? Fl- I don't know if I flirt. I I I'm not really. Maybe that's why of you're that. still single. <laughs> maybe I maybe I should be paying. Is is should I be actively paying attention to flirting? I mean, should I have flirting techniques? Uh, yeah. yeah, and you know what? There's a few different techniques, and it's funny because a lot of experts out there all have different things. And there's one gentleman. His name is Brian Howie. He's from How to Find Love in Sixty Seconds. Uh, he beat me two three sixty five, and this is what he had to say. I don't believe a, a smile or eye contact is enough, and it's not enough. It's enough for a, for a certain amount of men, but it's not enough for all men. I believe that you have to sort of revert back to what you did when you were in the third grade when you liked a boy, and, and that is to be um, fun and playful, and, you know, the gesture is sort of associated with that from, from men to women was sort of he would pull her pigtails or something like that. For the women to the men, I think if a woman in a, in a playful, non-sexual um, sporting fashion sticks out her tongue very quickly and with a smirk attached to it every man will come over and approach her okay and i gotta tell you something we tested this out at an event with heather backman and she tried it and she stuck at her tongue three times (laughs) okay you're laughing three times the men came over wow i know well heather's delightful heather from show she is and it just like it was so natural but that's not exactly how i would really approach it and i don't approach it and the fact is i don't agree with brian because i recently did start dating somebody and you know what we met at a restaurant it's not a pickup joint it's moishas on saint laurent and you know family style place and we did flirt with each other and it was through eye contact and then the casual smile and the smiles grew and they you know kind of went on a little longer and a little longer and then poof he was at my table introducing himself and a couple months later and we're still dating so it does work great well i'm not sure i support brian's uh, hair pulling idea but maybe the tongue i can i I think might work well it did work for heather (laughs) i gotta tell you that now but and when he talks about it this in this open environment at these events that he throws all the women kind of go aghast at this uh, concept. And the men, when he asks if you would actually approach a woman, 95% of the men raise their hands saying that they would cross it because it's playful. Hmm. All right. So be playful is, be playful. A, is on a good advice on the on the women's side. What, what, what should men be doing? How, how do men, uh, I mean, men shouldn't be, be sticking out their tongues. That seems a bit weird, right? So what, what can men do in that situation to get attention? Well, I think, you know, it's the same thing. It's a matter of looking at each other and, you know, using that eye contact and smiling and making sure that that person knows that you want to. The thing is, for men, though, you are the ones who kind of have to get up and cross the room in most of those cases. 
And I guess that can be a little intimidating. And I think that's what sometimes holds people back. Let me ask you this, Cheryl. We, in in uh, in 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 guy circles, we often talk about piercing the uh, the friend wall if there's a group of three or four or five right. f- female friends. And uh, how, how do you sort of get in there and and sort of uh, destabilize the friend circle in order to to, to to talk to the object of your affection? Well, sometimes it can be as easy as you know reaching in front to ask the bartender for something and making sure that your body language is facing the person that you want to talk to. But we also try and work with women. I know that a lot of my clients, I talk to them and say, don't stand in that group of three. Or if you do, make sure that it's an open group, making it welcome. Sit at a table. Take a table of four, even if you're with one person. And that goes for men and women. So that you have room for two people to join you or one person to join you. That's all it takes is that moment. All right. So today's episode, all about attention. Attention and how to get it. And I'm sorry, but how to flirt with it and do the flirt. And it doesn't have to be sexual. And we're going to welcome now Natasha Noel from Absolute Bachelor Club. Hello. Welcome, Natasha. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. So tell us about Absolute Bachelor Club. Uh, We're a matchmaking service. Uh, So essentially searching uh, the right match for a man or woman. And um, we always look for the one because our clients don't want to settle for someone who is not almost perfection to what it is they're looking for. And how do you sometimes, I know you have a lot of clients that come to you, and I'm sure that they have the issue sometimes where, yes, you're fixing them up, but they also are out there and meeting new people on their own. Do you ever have to guide them and give them little tips as to, as you were saying, broach that group of three and get in there and meet somebody? Absolutely. Um, My clients always send me emails and ask me for some tips. Uh, For example, there's a a couple of um, my clients going out on a date on Sunday, and my client says, hey, what are the first date conversations that I should be having with her? What shouldn't I speak to her? You know her much more than I do. Can you tell me what I should talk about and, and topics that I should avoid? So as much as they're already going to be meeting, they want to make sure that they're going to be a 10 on 10 on that date. Right. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that sometimes that flirting can get too sexual. And we have to make sure, especially on that first date, that we keep it too fun and playful, right? Absolutely. Uh, and texting is one of the common places where people go too fast, too quickly. So uh, flirting has to be very cautious at first when you meet someone. You can tease, absolutely. But you've got to be careful not to go too sexual too quickly. Right. And and that's something that we didn't have to deal with, you know, or I didn't have to deal with a long time ago, is I knew my whole life how to flirt and have fun, but I didn't necessarily know the guidelines to texting flirting. Now, that's something more down that you have come into play with, I think. Texting flirting? Yeah. And, uh... Well, it's something that's more, you know, in keeping with your age. Oh, yeah, totally. Because um, we, uh, I mean, everyone in my age range texts first, right? No one picks up the phone and calls anyone anymore. So I feel like texting is a way to, uh, is an easier way maybe to, to, to flirt and to initiate that conversation. It is, but unfortunately, it shouldn't be abused. You know, what happens, and it happened to a couple of, of my clients yesterday. So I matched the the millionaire with a beautiful woman and he sends a text first and he says hey want to break the ice before our date tomorrow and he says would you like to have a phone conversation she's got she's on a 12-hour shift and she actually can't speak on the phone so she tells him politely that it's not going to be possible that she's too busy how is that perceived he thinks that she's so busy or too busy that she won't even speak to him so then they go on to this texting conversation 
next thing you know, they're both watching the same TV show, but they're not on the phone and they're texting each other and they never get to the phone. Um, she feels like she's not going to be able to make it to the date on time because it's actually a 45-minute drive away. He wanted to take her to the most fabulous steakhouse he, he knew. And she asks if we can, if they can change the um, location of the date by text message. He gets insulted. Oh. And he feels, oh, how could she cancel the date? She's not canceling. She's just asking for a location change, but via text message. So all of this is just too much. Texting should be for teasing and flirting. It should be to confirm a time or date uh, or location, quick messages. And what you want to avoid in texting is communicating your um, your emotional needs and how you're feeling and all of those things. And too much conversation is just too much. And isn't even the XO at the end when you're just getting to know each other I see a lot of people do XO and you don't you haven't even met yet that's a flirt maybe that's too fast correct so all of those things it's very difficult to know what's too quick what's not too too quick but be cautious you can try something and see how how the person responds and don't over text don't text all day round Natasha Noel joins us from the Absolute Bachelor Club. Uh, coming up, we'll meet our Bachelorette of the Week, Natalia. You can find her at solointhecity.tv on our dating section. This is Solo in the City on CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I know you want me. I made it obvious that I want you to. Welcome back. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with your dating guru, Cheryl Besner, of course, at solointhecity.tv. And we're talking about attention. Uh, future episodes, we're going to get to uh, the, the other two A's, your, your, your three A's, Cheryl, attraction and affection. But we're focusing on the initial uh, attention today. And in studio, we have Natasha Noel from the Absolute Bachelor Club. And we have our Bachelorette of the Week. We welcome to studio Natalia. Welcome to Solo in the City, Natalia. Yes, hello. Hi, Natalia. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm 36 years old. I own my own business. I was born in Ukraine. I've uh, been in Montreal for 17 years, and I'm single. <laughs> and you're on Solo in This City's dating site, and you're yes. our Bachelorette of the Week. Yes. Yes, you are. So, you know, I don't know if you know, but earlier we were playing a clip. Um, there's a gentleman, his name is Brian Howie, and he wrote a book called How to Find Love in 60 Seconds. And he really advises people that if you want to get somebody's attention, if you're a woman and there's a gentleman across the crowded room, if you want to do something bold and have him walk across to meet you, he says, stick out your tongue. How do you feel about doing something like that? No, I don't think so. So how would you get somebody's attention across a crowded room? You just give a very nice flirtatious look. And how would that look to you? Is it like from under your eyelashes peeking up? From the corner of the eye. Ah, the corner <laughs> of the eye. So, um, Natasha, what do you think of the techniques that we're talking about here? Is it something bold like Brian's saying? Or do you think that for a woman especially, it's something a little bit, you know, more sophisticated and playful, but giving the impression that he, she wants you to come over? So I think whatever it takes 
you should have your own style. And if you can attract with the corner of your eyes, then you should definitely go for it. If it doesn't work and you need to stick out your tongue, then I, I can't be upset. You can't be upset. I mean, I, you know what, Dad? I got to ask you. Mm-hmm. Would you cross that room to meet a woman with her tongue hanging out? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a pretty obvious sign that, that there's interest if she's sticking out her tongue. And yeah, I think it's cute. Uh, it's definitely playful. So yeah, I, I think that would be a, a pretty clear sign to me to, to approach a woman, for sure. But Cheryl, we can stick our tongues out very differently. And there That's could right. be just a, a little subtle um, peak of the tongue. And, and there can be the tongue that stays out for like a minute too long. Right. And that's, you know, sometimes when you stay sticking your tongue out, it sounds so almost gross, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but it also depends how, like, uh, what you want from another person. If you're, let's say, it's just a sexual attraction or it's something wh- who you're really interested in. So I think if it's just uh, somebody for the night, maybe, yes, that would be playful and cute. But if you actually like a person... I don't think that this is appropriate to do that. And I concur. Natalia, uh, I have one question for Natalia. What do you think about uh, how how men in Europe uh, approach flirting versus men in North America? Um, oh, my God, this is so funny that you're asking me because uh, there is a big difference because obviously I have a European background and uh, uh, men are very direct in Europe. And uh, this is something I really appreciate uh, because uh, I don't like going around and asking me or sending me drinks or winking at me because I, I find it cheesy. So when you like a woman, you approach, you ask her on a date. Or even if she says no, they didn't take it bad as an answer, right? But here guys get upset or offended, so which should not be the case. So you like the idea of somebody being, you know, strong about what they want, their intentions, and just walk straight over yes. to you. Introduce I like a man. yourself. A man. I love a man. Like, yes, I like a man who knows what he wants. And he's a conqueror. Like, you know, he approaches me. He knows that he wants me. And he will do anything to get me. I love that. What do you say about that, Natalia? I, I agree that it's the sexiest thing when a man has confidence. Yes. And so for a man to have that confidence, it starts with the mindset. And so you've got to think about um, everything that you are and just go with it. Absolutely. Yeah. So Dan, I mean, you weigh in on this. What does a man, like, what do you feel that a man has to do when he's approaching a woman? Is it a mindset? I, I'm not a big fan of rules, to be honest, because I think for my generation, a lot of young people, uh, I've been approached by a lot of women. It happens, you know, some, some of my, a couple of my relationships started because women uh, started flirting with me and approached me. So I don't know, it, maybe, it's, um, maybe it's a generational thing, but I, I, I don't like rules. I mean, I just think that whoever is interested should, uh, should just approach and, uh, and start a conversation because everything starts with a conversation, I think. So um, as long as you're initiating that conversation, whether you're man or the woman, I think it's fine. So you don't believe that a man sees a woman and he could be attracted to her without conversation? Sure, no, it, it, it happens, but the opposite can be true too, right? I mean, so, <laughs> so, exactly. so what's wrong with a woman initiating the conversation? And so the tricks that I have um, to approach and to begin a conversation, um, they start from just saying hello to using the environment and, and striking up the conversation. So maybe you're talking about the weather or things like that. Uh, you can also pay a compliment. That's a really easy one. Um, you just look at the person's uh, shoes or what they're wearing, their hair, and pay them a compliment. That goes either way, man and woman. Uh, you can ask a question, ask for directions, ask for help. Um, That's a really good one. You, you know, if you're standing in a coffee shop, all you have to do is say, 
You know, I don't know the difference between a vente and a grande. Can you please help me on, on that one? There you go, Cheryl. That works, yeah. right? Yes, and it's flirtatious. And it's cute. And men love helping women. That is now, great. Now, will you approach a man, Natalia? Yes. Yeah, no problem doing that? Well, I do have a little bit of a problem because I like to be approached. So even if I really like the guy, um, sometimes I would not be sure like if I should approach him or not. But um, I like to be approached again. And uh, so I would rather a guy come and approach me. But I would, from the corner of my eyes, give him a look that I'm interested. There's the look again. You know, it's that little batting of the eye, going up from under the eyelashes. And you know what? Guys can do that too. They can. They really can. And sometimes the look isn't enough, so you have to stare. So the trick with staring is staring long enough, but not too long, where you become weird. Yes. Um, And then once you stare, technically speaking, the guy is supposed to come up and walk up to you and strike the conversation. Well, as I was saying, you know, I recently started dating somebody and we met in a restaurant and that's how it started. It was just, and I asked him the other day, I said, you know, how was the look? And he said, it was just the right amount of time, not too long. But each time we caught each other's eyes, it got a little longer and the smile got a little bigger (laughs) and so on and so on. And I think that's the way we got to do it. Yes. Well, it all depends. Like, I guess, like if you, the guy's classy, like, you know, he will get the message. Right. And then you got to do that bold. You got to get up and make that move. Now, do you think, uh, Natasha, that it's okay for women to approach the men as well? I think it's okay. Um, you know, it's again um, to each his own. If you feel comfortable doing it, you should do it. You know, what's worse than not walking up to someone is missing out on the moment and never seeing that person again. So you have to do what it is you have to do uh, to get their attention. So, Natalia, what are the deal breakers for you when it comes to somebody you're going to date? Hygiene. Hygiene. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good one. Well, are yes. we talking just dirty fingernails here or uh, from dirty, A to Z? Uh, bad breath, uh, bad fingernails, uh, sloppy look, uh, I mean, dirty shoes. Uh, um, wrinkled shirt uh, well not a little bit but I mean when you could see the one that's been worn for a few days uh, yeah so like that would be a deal breaker and punctuality like I don't I cannot stand a man who are not punctual you know next week on the second part of this trilogy we're going to be talking about attraction and that's going to be one of the things that we're going to address is how we really get ready for the date and that's from the A to Z and putting the time and effort together for that person to know that you want to be there and you're prepared for it. How do you deal with that with your clients, Natasha? Oh, wonderful question. Um, you know, some some people are just perfect and you, you know you don't even have to tell them anything. Um, and for the others, it is a difficult uh, subject matter. How do you tell a client that they would have to do a little more than usual? You know, I have a, a fantastic woman who gets the same um, negative feedback all the time is that her nails aren't done and she has no makeup. So she's not taking the time to prepare herself to make the first impression really meaningful and keep that attraction going. Absolutely. So now after six dates and the same feedback coming up, I had to call her yesterday and say, you know what, can we get some, can we get you uh, to get a manicure? And she says, you know, as a matter of fact, 
during the uh, Easter break, I got myself some, you know, acrylic nails. And I thought, okay, fantastic. How about makeup? What can we do? Are there three little things that you could do, like lipstick, mascara, and maybe your brows? And then she's considering it, and we're going to go together and, and see what we can do. Great idea. Well, uh, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, Natasha Noel from the Absolute Bachelor Club. Uh, where can people reach you? At www.absolutebachelorclub.com or 1-855-487-5487. Excellent. And Natalia, our Bachelorette of the Week, thanks so much for stopping by. Natalia, we'll have you back for the roundtable soon. And uh, you can meet uh, other bachelors and bachelorettes like Natalia at solointhecity.tv. You can click on the dating section there. And uh, Cheryl, it's all about coffee, tea, and we, right? Uh, you like to take keep out... Keep it uh, simple. Keep it simple, take out the pressure out of online dating, but just having a... A quick little drink, a quick beverage, and uh, nothing more complicated than that. 45 minutes for that first date, not more. Our roundtable is next. We'll have radio legend Larry Day, and we'll have Kavita Ajwani from Dashing Dates. This is Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I believe that you have to sort of revert back to what you did when you were in the third grade when you liked a boy. And, and that is to be um, fun and playful. And, you know, the gestures sort of associated with that from, from men to women was sort of he would pull her pigtails or something like that. For the women to the men, I think if a woman in a, in a playful, non-sexual, um, sporting fashion sticks out her tongue very quickly and with a smirk attached to it, every man will come over and approach her. Solo in the City, your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with Solo in the City founder Cheryl Besner, of course. And uh, Cheryl, uh, that's uh, one take, I guess, on, on our theme of, uh, of the week, which is how to get someone's attention. Yeah, and it's all about flirting. And this week, it's that first step. It's the entrance into relating. Before you date, you got to relate. Now, where's Brian coming from? Uh, tell me about, a bit about uh, Brian and his perspective, because I think, I think we'll get to the roundtable in a second, but that might be a bit of a, a controversial take on, on what to do in, in a flirting situation. Well, it is controversial, and it, part of that is depending on whether or not that tongue is a short little playful one or it's just hanging out there. And you know what? Even flirting is a little bit controversial. People think that it's a very sexual thing, and it's not. It can be a very playful thing. So it depends what angle you're coming from. Brian's whole thing is you've got to diffuse the situation. You want somebody to come over to you. Don't do it seductively. Do it playfully. And it's going back to the days when you were in school and the boy pulled your hair and the girl stuck out her tongue. <laughs> All right. Coming up later, of course, we'll have our uh, events calendar and comedian Jess Solomon stops by with uh, Love Beats on the Street. But first, a roundtable. We have Larry Day. He's the founder of uh, Larry's Gourmet Charity Gala uh, in the city. Strangers in the Night, a local radio legend. Welcome uh, to the roundtable, Larry. Oh, thanks. I'm really glad to be here. I'm just trying to Think about that tongue thing again. When I was that I, I thought you were worried about the legend thing. I'm accepting it now. Uh, you know? Kavita Juani is the president of Dashing Date. Welcome back to CJD, Kavita. Thank you so much. So let's uh, throw out the question there. What do you What do you guys think of uh, of Brian's take? the The tongue specifically and the pulling of the hair uh, are these flirty gestures or maybe a sign of of a way things used to be in the dating world and things to come. I actually think the the sticking out the tongue thing is kind of cute the same way that uh, you just want to make sure that it's not done in a provocative way, but I think it can be very playful and a little bit sexy, and I think it could definitely attract the attention of a guy to come over and say hello. 
How about you, Larry? I, when I stuck my tongue out, I used to get punished. Younger, so it's, uh... <laughs> and the thing is, in this day and age, with somebody at my age, yeah. you might get punished. Uh, well, I was going to say, you know, it, it's okay, I suppose, if you're a younger. I mean, that might work for, for the younger generation. But if I'm looking at a girl and, and a woman, shall I say, and she's sticking her tongue out like that, it's like, okay, What next, are you doing? You know, <laughs> goodbye, like, moving on. And, uh, you know, that's just me personally, but... Uh, so do you think it's a generational thing? What do you think of you done? I guess so. I mean, the way you're pointing it out, I suppose so. But that whole, you know, playground thing, I think it relates to everybody. But I think it's all in the technique. So if you can do it right, I think you can definitely attract the attention in the right way. But it depends how it's done. Okay, so the next time a woman's sticking her tongue out at me, I should take it in a good way, right? I think so. <laughs> I think okay. it'll be rare and far apart, but if it happens, I think it's a good sign. But isn't that kind of sexual also, or, or sexist, I should say, because if a guy stuck his tongue out at me... What do you think I would do to you, Dan, if you stuck your tongue out at me? I don't know. Is this, is that attractive? I I'd think slap so. you Probably for that. not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it would work for the guys. Yeah, but thank God it's radio because he just stuck his tongue out. It was not a pretty no, sight. No, it's not pretty. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that was something that we did in the days, you know, way back when in the nightclubs. We used to just approach each other yeah. and say hi and let's get on the dance floor, yeah, right? Yeah, but also don't forget, I mean, back in the back in the day, shall we call it. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you got if you didn't get to the bank by 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you were screwed for the weekend for money. And things have changed so much. I mean, even at the club that I'm, I own right now in the firm, and I've watched the generational differences, it's, it's, it's social media. It's a lot of the kids don't even go out to clubs to meet people anymore because they're too busy online, meeting people online. And I don't know, I, you know. To me, it's it's the lack of physicality. It's the lack of being able to look at somebody, get to know them. That's the danger. It's because you could put whatever persona you want to have to yourself and make yourself look the best you can online. Whereas if you're meeting somebody face to face, it's a different story. Yeah, but the beauty of online is that you get to meet so many people. I mean, that's why Solo in the City has its own dating site now. But it's encouraging to just meet them online and then get out and go on the date. Right, yeah, Kavita? Don't spend too much time focusing on the online. That's why, you know, with the speed dating we do it, we were just talking about this because you need that in-person chemistry. You need to see if it's there because you can waste too much time talking online and you really don't know if that you know, that spark is going to be there when you actually meet the person face-to-face. -face. So don't waste too much time, but it's a good way to, you know, collect a small pool of potential dates and then get out, go meet them, coffee, drinks, whatever, and to just make sure to get out and do it. Well, you're not you're not single right now, but, no. right, Larry? But, but my, my, my relationship is kind of different because of what happened to me, and I'll let this in for all the listeners out there, is never let your significant other save your life, because forget, right. you're done. That. That's exactly what happened. You won't be single forever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can never win another argument again now, and that's, but, you know, and that did happen. I had a heart attack, and luckily that uh, my wife was there, and she, she did basically save my life. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm off the market, but I see it all the time in the, in the jobs that I do and, and the work that I do at the club that I have, and also just in, in general, because my sister right now she's doing this she's on your side actually so uh and she's you know she goes it's working and, and then also there's that tin tinder is that tinder, it? tinder yes. that's which it. is the big thing apparently right now yeah, and swipe left swipe, swipe right. right we spoke about that yes uh, we did we did a segment on that here actually you know so i mean and, and people of our generation and i'm saying well, i should say my generation because you're a lot younger than i am as well oh, right thank you very much larry yeah, maybe maybe dan and i no not even okay. <laughs> uh you know, we 
you know, and get single, and, and what happens is you, you're looking for that somebody, and you get into the 40s and the 50s, and it's actually, I, I noticed this myself, is that a lot of people are doing the online thing, they're going for, mm-hmm. for the online dating services and, and things like that. And, and even going back to the old-fashioned matchmakers and speed yeah. dating. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so there's lots of different ways to do it out there, and it's just interesting because, for me, it's like if I was to go back on the market again, I... I wouldn't know what to do because I'm so used to just doing that one-on-one thing and, and meeting people in a club or meeting people where you work or meet and, and, and going that route. So. Yeah. Well, I think it's just about exploring your options, which, uh, I mean, there's just so many so many more ways to meet people. And I think once you get the hang of it, if you do have to get back into the dating scene, you'll be much more appreciative of how much there is to do. Larry Day and Kavita Ajwani join us on the roundtable. And I interviewed Kavita a few months ago about Tinder and about how um, how it's it's a different way of dating. And I guess with Dashing Date, you hope to um, combat some of the sort of uh, the um, the simple sort of online way of dating. I mean, it's sort of, we sort of stay online too much in, in a way. And, and your goal is to get people offline too? Yeah, I want to get people back into the dating world. And that human element is just so important. So... And the whole online thing, it can consume you. I have some friends that just end up, they're on their phone when we're out, and they're not they are not texting other people, because I wouldn't allow that, but um, they are. They're checking their notifications and their matchbox and who's matching with me. So it's constant, and it, it is very easy to get consumed inside it. So we're talking about the art of the flirt here, and even though the word is controversial, here are a couple clips that give us a really good example of the difference between men and women and how we flirt. One is from How I Met Your Mother, and the other one, Legally Blonde. Okay, I'm going to show you a little maneuver that my mother taught me in junior high. In my experience, it has a 98% success rate of getting a man's attention, and when used appropriately, it has an 83% rate of return on a dinner invitation. Wow. (laughs) It's called the bend and snap. I don't think she heard me. It's pretty busy up there. What? You gave her the look, right? Head down, eyes looking up, hands in pockets, shoulders up, head slightly tilted, conveying shy vulnerability. (laughs) I think so. So these are very different techniques, some for men, some for women. I mean... Did saw you, both movies. You saw both of them? Yeah. <laughs> and what did you think of these techniques? Uh, that the, the whole thing with Alicia. Where she bend bends? And, no, that's snap. not going to work for me. You know, it's kind of dating back to the days where you would throw your handkerchief down and expect the man to pick it up. Yes, I was just talking about that outside. I, right. I like Thank that you. idea almost. I mean, I don't think it's going to work today, but I think it's still very cute. It is cute. So, Dad, <laughs> do you have any techniques that you use to get that um, little bend and snap, but in your own move? Not really. Uh, honestly, I, I don't think about it. Maybe I should start thinking about it because I, I'm a big fan of just saying hi and starting a conversation with hello. Um, one, of my, one of my favorite relationships started out of a, of a complaint, actually. We are just at a party. It sucked. And we started talking because we were both having a bad time. And that's how, that's how one of my successful relationships started. So I think it's, I would say, maybe knowing what the situation, knowing what the room is like. And then maybe, you know, commiserating over what's or what your environment, basically. And the environment can change depending on where you're coming from. Because I know you, what you were saying, Larry, is I come from a divorce background and being thrown into this, you know, 2014 and having to date there. Very scary. It, it is scary. And, you know, it's not the same thing anymore. Thanks to both uh, Larry Day and Kavita Ajwani. Larry, of course, the founder of Strangers in the Night, local actor, radio personality, Kavita from Dashing Date. Kavita, actually, we'll be back shortly because we're going to talk about one of our Dashing Date events. And coming up next, Cheryl and Solo in the City. Keep it simply social. Our KISS calendar. Find out where you can meet interesting new people in the city in the next few days. This is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800.
You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with Cheryl Besner, founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, of course. And Cheryl, it's time for your KISS calendar. Uh, some of the events happening in Montreal this week. We'll have uh, Jess Elman's Love Beats on the street, of course, so talking about flirting in just a moment. But first, uh, what should we be doing this week if we are single in Montreal? Well, we're going to keep it simply social. But you know what, Then It's not always about dating, right? It's solo in the city. And this week, the first one I want to talk about is the Alzheimer's Group. They are having a vintage sale. They're, it's going to be taking place at Atelier on Ferrier. Now, the night before, on the 22nd, they are having a uh, very special cocktail it's a VIP thing for previews but the next two days is open to the public anybody can go and you know what okay it's all about being solo so ladies get out there get your frocks however you might just find something for the perfect date coming up on Thursday whiskey tasting it's for the Montreal SPCA and it's taking place at Ogilvy's it's at 6 p.m. and it's $125 and Cook and Date. They're doing a Peruvian cuisine. It's also at 6.30 and it's for ages 45 to 55. And joining us again, Kavita of Dash and Date to talk about her event that's happening on Thursday night and it's called White Rabbit. Yes. Oh, so tell us a little bit about this. So, uh, you know, we always try to come up with some really cute names for our events that kind of uh, talk about the theme a little bit. So it's called White Rabbit because we're kind of saying to follow the white rabbit maybe down the bunny hole. So this one has, uh, it's speed dating, of course, with a little twist. What's the age group for this? So we have two events happening that night, one at Rissoy, um, and near the Griffintown area, St. Amazing Henry. Amazing restaurant. I've Amazing been there. Restaurant. They have a fabulous private room uh, downstairs, which is where we host many of our events. So that is for a about 40 to 50 age group. And then we have another one at Lobby Bar in the Plateau area. That's going to be about a 25 to 35 age group. So... You know, something for just about everybody. And how much do these events cost for these? They are $50. We always have a cocktail included. You know, they're professionally hosted event, really nice, trendy venues, as I as I just mentioned. And uh, we always have either a private room or an exclusive section. So really, really nice uh, evening out. And um, hors d'oeuvres are sometimes included as well if you've had the food at Rasoy. It's amazing. Um, I know. I, I love so that So good. Place. I wonder if people are coming for the speed dating or if they're coming for the food. But, um, yeah, so speed dating with a twist. So we're going to have a little bit of a mystery activity that will be introduced the evening of. Now, just describe a little bit about your speed dating events. Exactly what can somebody expect when they walk in the door? Okay, so you're going to walk in. Uh, what's really nice is you're going to meet uh, an intimate group, I would say, between 14 to 20 people, uh, depending on the event. And they've all been pre-screened by the Dashing Date team. So we're, you know, we're searching for professional singles in Montreal, well-presented uh, people, and um, so once again, the event is professionally hosted. We're going to introduce you, guide you through the entire uh, course of the night, and you're going to meet everyone one-on-one for six to seven-minute dates. And uh, like I said, with this one, we'll have a little activity involved. Now, is it um, a lot of the companies that I know of, when when it comes to switching, it's the men who get up and move. Mm-hmm. Is it the same thing with your company? No. So we do, obviously the men do move, but every, every now and then we have the women move as well. So it can really be either or when you come to one of the events. And what's interesting um, is that they say that um, there's been studies that show speed dating for speed dating specifically that when the women move around that's what I was getting at yeah, yeah. when the women move around the, there's an actual increase in the match rates I think because 
the women for a change is in a bit more of a vulnerable position. You're approaching the men. Um, so yeah, so I actually really enjoy enjoy doing that from time to time. Yeah, it takes that awkwardness for the man to always have to be the one to approach. That this time it's the women approaching. Yeah, women right? are used to it. You know, the man comes approaches them. You know, they think that they could be so selective and picky, but no, it kind of changes the dynamic a little bit, which is nice. And, and it's 2015, right? Anyone should be able to approach anyone. Yes, no I rules, agree. in my opinion. Let's just all all flirt and talk. I agree, hundred percent. I agree. Also, <laughs> so if I'm coming to your event this week, what should I be wearing? You should be wearing, uh, if I'm going to get very specific, I think for men, I like to say, you know, a nice sport coat with a pair of jeans, always nice shoes. You want to walk tall, clean nails. Uh, same for women. I'd say, you know, dress ladylike, show off your curves a little bit. Makeup goes a long way. And I always say, avoid very large purses, especially if you're going to be moving from table to table. You know, you don't want to carry the baggage with you. And phones off. Phones off away, yes. 100%. Now, if you want um, to attend this event, Kavita is offering one guest to attend. You have to like us on Facebook on solointhecity.tv. And so, yeah, one free, uh, one free ticket uh, giveaway. So uh, I don't know how you're going about it exactly, but I'd we announce the to... winter on the we always announce the winners on Wednesdays. Okay, perfect. So I'm so super excited to have, you know, a new client and someone to experience something different with us. So more than happy to offer a free ticket to our White Rabbit event. Um, so yes. Great. So if you like Solo in the City on Facebook, just click like and uh, Cheryl will choose on Wednesday uh, a winner to go to the event. And uh, shall th first of all, I want to thank Kavita for coming by again. Kavita Juwani from Dashing Date. Thanks very much, Kavita. Thank you so much for having me. And it's that time again, Cheryl, for uh, to head out to the streets to talk about uh, flirting. Yeah, and that's exactly what Jess did this week. She went out asking people, how do you flirt and how do you like to be flirted with? And here's what people had to say. Jess Solomon with the Love Beats on the Street. How do you like to be flirted with? I like a guy to come up confident and he says, you're what I want. Bold, straight to the point. He sees that and he goes after what he wants. What is the best way someone can flirt with you? Smile. Smile? Smile. Says a lot. What is the best way to flirt with you? Being funny, I guess. Being funny is the way to flirt. What's the like the best thing anyone's done when they flirted with you? He told me that I look like Pocahontas. I like guys to be classy, honestly. I don't like just the off-the-street, cheesy, end-of-the-night... No. I mean, once when I was young, I worked at a Rona, and one man told me that my perfume definitely didn't smell like shit. I think that was definitely the worst pickup line. You know, when a guy looks like uh, very fierce and confident, and he just comes and looks straight in my eyes and asks my name, and then just sparks up a conversation. The way they look, like with the eyes of first eye contact, and then you know there's something's going on, and then that person comes to talk with you. I think it's the, the best, the worst pickup line. It's like this, these are all made sentences that we heard all the time. That's not a winning for sure. And uh, how do you flirt? I usually look over, smile, give them the eyes, <laughs> wink, and then they come over. What's your go-to move? <laughs> no, I, have, I really have no clue. I don't need one, honestly. No, I'm not big on lines. No? I think it's all about looks. Eye contact. Shake your booty. I think it's a lot of body language, playing my hair. Looking yeah. right in the eyes, something like that, yeah. Smiling, laughing. The classic hair pull. Yeah. I love it, <laughs> twirling. What's your best line? Speak uh, literature. Talk about literature? Yeah, exactly. You're a classical guy. Yeah, he doesn't. 
Jess Solomon with Love Beats on the Street. And uh, Cheryl, that wraps up another edition of Solo in the City for this week. Don't forget to send questions uh, to Cheryl if you have any questions on dating uh, and uh, and relating and mating. Info at solointhecity.tv. And uh, you could be uh, on the program with your question as well. And next week, Cheryl, we have part two of your triple A list, how to secure that attraction on the first date. And uh, part two will be all about attraction. We're here Saturday nights, 10 p.m. on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Have a great week, Cheryl. Thank you. And I'm Cheryl Besner, flying solo with you. And for more information on our events and our dating site, go to www.solointhecity.tv. And get out there and enjoy this weekend. It's a beauty. See you next week. For tons of great dating and relationship info, go to solointhecity.tv.